This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. person sets themselves up to judge and evaluate Jesus Christ, the Bible says in reality they're judging themselves. Judging themselves. Actually kind of announcing to the world whether or not they were appointed to eternal life. You know, the Bible's clear. Some are and some aren't. Well, how do you know if you are? Well, the deciding factor is whether or not you make the decision to follow Jesus. Paul has done all he can to explain to the Jewish people that Christ is the Savior they've been waiting for. Still, many of them resist and want nothing to do with what he preaches. Pastor Robert addresses today the brutal truth that salvation is in your hands. Will you seek the Lord? Will you seek salvation? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. is forgiveness of sins. That's the message. That's what has to be proclaimed. Forgiveness of sins. Yes, He may very well heal your body. He may very well bless you if it would indeed be a blessing for you to be wealthy. There are a lot of people for whom that would be a curse, and He won't do that to them. He loves them too much. But the message of the gospel the, the message of Jesus Christ is a message. It's, it's that your sins can be forgiven and you can be justified. Today, one of the most prevalent proclamations through the name of Jesus Christ is a message of peace and love. Oh, Jesus, that, that, I mean, what would Jesus, Jesus would never condemn people, you know, f- for doing this or that. Jesus, Jesus would, I mean, my Jesus just wouldn't do that. He wouldn't punish. He wouldn't discipline. He loves everybody. And you know what He does? He loves everybody. And the Bible says that He loves us so much that He disciplines us. He loves us so much that He draws a line and He gives us parameters within which we can be blessed if we'll trust Him. You know, we've talked about it before. The, the idea of, of marriage and the sanctity of marriage, and what the Bible defines, describes as, as marriage, and, and, and people will oftentimes kick against that and resist it and, and call it restrictive and, you know, intolerant. And God says, no, it's a, it's a loving set of parameters within which you can be fully blessed. That's what it is. 
It's like when you get into an airplane and you're you know, flying along at 35,000 feet, nobody curses the walls around them. Nobody gets upset with the fact that we have to stay inside that little metal tube. Nobody ever freaks out and just, you know, I just don't think it's fair. I should be able to get out on these clouds are so beautiful and there's absolutely no reason that I shouldn't be able. I mean, I have free will and I'm, I have rights. Nobody does that. Almost nobody does that. Every now and then, somebody that didn't take their meds <laughs> might. But generally speaking, people don't do that because we understand that that little metal tube keeps us alive as we fly along in an atmosphere where there's virtually no oxygen and it's probably 40 below outside. And if we go out, we're going to fall 35,000 feet and hit hard when we get back to the planet, right? We understand that. There are negative consequences for defying the parameters that were established for our well-being. The same thing is true here. God has given us loving parameters because He loves us that He's drawn some lines for us and says, live within the lines and it'll, be, it'll work. It'll be good. This is the way I set it up to be. This is the way I intended. And Do you know Jesus actually said in Matthew chapter 10, don't suppose that I've come to bring peace. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus actually says he came to bring division to the planet. What's he talking about? Well, he's talking about forcing a decision. Will you trust God? Or will you choose death instead? One or the other. Not trusting God means you're choosing death, choosing separation from God who is life. Jesus said, I came to separate. He tells us one day, on the judgment day, it'll be done by force. The sheep will be separated from the goats. The wheat, he says, will be separated from the tares. That which is not fruit, that which is just weeds, will be burned, will be done away with. And only that which is fruit, only that which remains, will be allowed to remain. He'll do it by force. One day, he says, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. By force. There won't be any options. It will simply be, bow before the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It, it'll be mandatory. It, there won't be any options. Today, there's an option. Today, he says, come to me in faith. Come trust me. Come let me light your path. Let me be to you a fortress, a defense, your strength, the sustainer, the provider. Let me be your God. Let me be the lover of your soul. Let me give myself to you. And it's your choice today. He goes on. Paul, again, proclaiming Jesus to the Jewish people. Verse 40, Beware therefore lest what has been spoken in the prophets come upon you. Behold, you despisers, marvel and perish. For I work a work in your days, a work which you will by no means believe, though one word to declare it to you. Wow. He's like, please, don't, don't be a despiser. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Oh, man, won't you come back and tell us more about this next week? 
And when the congregation had broken up, many of the Jews and devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. What's this guy got that we don't have? And contradicting and blaspheming, they opposed the things spoken by Paul. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first, but since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, I've set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Now when the, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region, but the Jews stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and came to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Two final things. When a person sets themselves up to judge and evaluate Jesus Christ, the Bible says in reality they're judging themselves. Judging themselves. Actually, kind of announcing to the world whether or not they were appointed to eternal life. You know, the Bible's clear. Some are and some aren't. Well, how do you know if you are? Well, the deciding factor is whether or not you make the decision to follow Jesus. If you make the decision to trust God, follow the Lord Jesus, and receive His life, put your life in His hands, and let Him be the one who lights your path and guides you and teaches you through this life, well, then you were appointed to life eternal and abundant. If you don't, you weren't. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Now the question is, were you? The question is, will you? Will you trust Him? You see, He's proven His devotion. There's nothing more He can do, should do. God became a man, and as a man went all the way to the cross and was executed in your place to pay for your sins. He's made available to you forgiveness justification. In other words, He will remove everything imperfect from you, the Bible says, just as if it had never happened, just as if it had never been there. You get a fresh start if you'll come to Him in faith and humility and acknowledge that you need one. The difference between Saul and David. What? I did nothing. I'm good. Or Oh, I betrayed you. Please forgive me. As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you're in the Miami-Dade County area and you don't yet have a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for our weekly services. You'll find our location and service times at MainThingRadio.com, as well as more about who we are as church. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people, 
and we feel so blessed to be a part of it. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we'll be sharing Spiritual Leadership, Principles of Excellence for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders. This book is a great tool for learning about how a person's God-given leadership skills are developed and how using them for God's glory will yield the greatest effects. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.